to the Ghost Entertainment Podcast, episode number five. This time, it's mostly going to be about Spider-Man on PS4. I apologise now. I will be very light on spoilers, but just to sort of trigger warning to start with, um, that the, there might be spoilers, especially later on when we get into what we want to see from a possible sequel, which definitely seems from the game that that's the way it's heading, and definitely because of the reaction to the game, I can see a sequel coming. So it's an awesome game where just moving around the city feels amazing. I shied away from fast travel almost completely. I think the whole main campaign, I only fast traveled three times, um, I I believe. Anything that was less than 2,000 miles away, uh, 2,000 miles, 2,000 meters away, I just swung to, ran to, and did like little cool side missions on the way. So the um, game has a really compelling story um, I'm, I've finished the main plot the main campaign and um, still got most of the side missions and things to do I think I'm about 68% done I think I can remember seeing last time I booted it up so about 68% done I've done a few side missions but not that much in depth I think one of the side collectibles that I have completed is um, black cat locations and backpacks um, but that's literally it nothing else I've completed or finished. Um, I've started on Strongholds, clearing all those out, and yeah, I've done the main campaign. As I've said, the story is really well told, really well voice acted, in the cast and the depiction from source materials is fantastic. It's a really cool reworking of the classic comic book origins and the relationships. I really like the fact that they've added a lot of iconic costumes for Spider-Man into the game and the fact that the abilities that you unlock with the certain costumes aren't locked to that one costume. So say you unlock the Stark suit or the um, Iron Spider suit, the ability you get for that suit, once you've unlocked the suit, you can move it around to another one. So say you unlocked the Iron Spider, you get the arms, but you quite like the stealth suit. You can put the arms on the stealth suit if you really want. Um, so yeah, the abilities you can get uh, can be cut and change, so you can look as cool as you want, but still have a unique playstyle. Just through going through the campaign, I've done probably 85% of the abilities you can unlock. So the progression's about right, and obviously now that I'm during end game. Um, I can really not be overpowered, but I can really go into a, an encounter and play the way I want with the all the Spider-Man's abilities. It kind of makes sense not to rush through the campaign, but to be powerful enough to go through the campaign and be happy, and then at the end of the game, clear up the city, because the city goes through some shit. <laughs> um, my favourite costume from the game so far is the Antioch armor and the um, Parker Industries version of Spider-Man. That's the one where he's got the green eyes and the sort of ambient pale greeny glow behind the spider logo on his chest and it's it's got like a metallic shiny quality to the actual fabric. Um, that's the Spider-Man I'm most familiar with from when I used to collect comic books quite a lot. Um, we'll go into actually, this has got me re-interesting comic books again. But um, yeah, back in, I think it was Marvel Now, um, they sort of rebranded Peter Parker and told stories. Primarily it had been him growing up, him just having left school or still in high school. But um, for the Marvel Now line, the second second iteration of Marvel Now, they did Parker Industries where Peter Parker was a little bit older. 
he'd founded his own um, tech company, and uh, yeah, it was a billionaire, kind of like a humble Tony Stark, as Tony Stark's fortunes kind of waned. The combat's intuitive, and once you unlock an ability where you can do a perfect dodge move, which is um, kind of, if you've, if you've played the Batman Arkham Knight games, you get like a, I think in the, actually in the Batman Arkham Knight games, I think actually the um, like squiggly line over the, is actually over the bad guy as they're going to hit you, and when you once you see it, you press a button to counter. Um, that's basically what happens in Spider-Man, but obviously it makes a little bit more sense because it's his spidey sense. So it comes over Spider-Man's head like a little white squiggly line, like you see in the comics, of uh, shit, my back to be punched, and circle dodges or counters. Now, once you unlock a certain ability, it goes white, and then just before they hit you, it goes blue. If you dodge or counter when it's blue, um, you'll actually do a more powerful counter or a better dodge. So as you dodge, you actually web them up which stuns them for about five seconds. So um, as you dodge, you web them in the face and they're trying to pull it off the face and um, you can kind of focus on other people or finish them off as they're stumbling around. And the range of abilities are also quite really quite good. So um, I had a lot of trouble at the beginning and actually actually had to turn it down to um, a friendly difficulty. Um, so there's friendly, amazing and spectacular. Spectacular is obviously hard medium and then easy so I had to I had to play it on friendly because I had a real problem with the oversized enforcer enemies so you get two you get four generic types of enemies so you get the normal enemy um, who may or may not have a gun you get a shield enemy who you've got to um, dodge under and then get them from the back you have a normal enemy with a melee weapon whether that's a power melee weapon like I don't know stun bat or uh, like a tire iron and fourth I mean there's kind of five and the fourth one is um, like an oversized enemy that you can't really pick up um, and who blocks most of your attacks the fourth one you've gen generally got to throw things at but I was coming across where he I was getting grappled all the time there'd be nothing nearby that I could grab quick enough before they were on me and I was getting my ass handed to me so I had to turn the difficulty down um, but later on you can actually get abilities where you can pick up and web the heavy enemies um, whereas at the beginning you can't so once I'd unlocked those abilities it made combat a lot easier <laughs> especially for me um, but the heavier enemies are ones you can't counter so being able to web them up, pick them up, throw them um, came in real handy <laughs> as well as the main campaign the side missions are also really quite diverse there is general repetition in the fact that there's um, cars, getaway cars you've got to stop, muggins burglaries uh, shootouts obviously um, so there's repetitive types of side missions but it never got to the point where I was getting bored and still isn't even though I'm going obviously from side mission to side mission now um, it all feels like it has a place in the city and you don't think Oh, I've got another burglary to stop. They've done it in a way that it feels like it's naturally happening, and there is those sort of crimes that happen all the time. So it doesn't ever feel repetitive, or not to me personally. And the uh, voiceovers and the collectibles that they've got for the backpacks. Um, so Peter goes around, I think there's 30? Might be 30 or 50, just off the top of my head, I can't remember. But there's um, 30 backpacks that um, you've got to go around the city to collect, and you get the homemade suit if you collect them all. But as you collect each one, you get a little tidbit of 
backstory and whether that's backstory to Spider-Man in this universe or backstory to or a little bit of an insight into other characters that aren't shown for example there was a business card and it was uh, Murdoch Associates which is the Daredevil Matt Murdoch solicitors and Peter Parker the voiceover was like it's a business card from that blind lawyer um, who said uh, to contact him if Spider-Man ever wanted representation but if he was blind how did he know Spider-Man so it's just little quips like that that um, really clue you into the um, the world as it is. While I'm on a tangent about the side missions, there's um, I really enjoyed the side characters that didn't play too much of a part in the primary story. So like Black Cat Taskmaster, as a big fan of Marvel comics and especially the Spider-Man comics, it was really nice to see some of these side characters that. I've read about for years and seeing how they're done on screen now you don't really ever get to see Black Cat which is kind of a spoiler but um, how she continue, it, how the story is and their relationship, her relationship to Spider-Man I was like this is really cool <laughs> just seeing it played out and the story itself is well told um, even down to side characters you get kind of gather a real empathy for some of the characters you're working with so, for example, Dr. Octavius, he's been kind of crapped on by Norman Osborn all his life. He's suffering from, spoiler, motor neurone degenerative disease. Um, so he's losing his faculties. And when he finally does make the turn to Dr. Octopus, that obviously you always know he's coming, you don't hate him as much as you think you, would, you, think you should. Because um, he's like Peter's best friend, um, is his mentor, and it's... It's really quite sad. Um, I mean, they get, obviously it's costumed heroes running around New York. It's um, a little bit silly in context, but the stories that's told is quite touching and the characters seem believable and you want to go on a journey with them. Um, I really enjoyed seeing Miles Morales in in the story and, um, yeah, his, his story and his sort of mentorship with Peter is quite heartfelt now one thing I did just want to mention before I went uh, before I go off on a tangent of what I want to see in a possible follow up is the ending um, I don't mind admitting that it actually not made me cry but made my eyes water the ending because um, obviously not going into too much detail um, Aunt May's really sick and it's due to an illness and there's a lot of people afflicted as well and Peter Parker slash Spider-Man doesn't have enough serum to save everyone and it can either create a anti-vaccine to give to the city or save his aunt who's really not well in front of him and um, obviously he makes the hero decision which, com- which comes at a big personal personal cost and as he stood over the hospital bed that Aunt May's on and still a Spider-Man in the costume and he's saying... Uh, oh, we'll, we'll get you better, ma'am, which obviously isn't true because he's already decided to do the other thing. Um, she looks at him and says, uh, take that silly mask off, I want to see the face of my nephew. And I was like, hang on a minute, what? And that's obviously echoed by Peter. She was, he was like, oh, how long have you known? And she's like, oh, I've always, uh, I've known for I've known for a long time. And the de- discourse between those two um, under such dire circumstances um, really triggered me and even thinking about the dialogue not that I'm doing it verbatim but even thinking about the dialogue I'm like 
Oh, Insomniac Games, you bastards. You bastards. So, mm, I'm probably given given away too much, but um, what I want to see from a possible sequel. So this is just going into spoiler territory now um, of end, Total Endgame and what I'd like to see going forward. So, from the mission where you play as MJ, a spider actor does escape from the Osborne, Oscorp um, facility and bites Miles and he does get, as you can see in the sort of mid-credits scene, he does get Spider-Man abilities as well, and he, which he reveals to Peter and then Peter also climbs on the wall after him. Um, so I'm hoping to see in the next game, because the costume's already in it, I'm wanting to see in the next game us play as Miles, who's taken over the mantle of Spider-Man, say about, I don't know, five years later, five to ten years later, now Peter's out of the job, now um, Otto Octavius has become Dr. Octopus, and he's not too sure what to do with his life. I'd like to see him, just because I'm, I've got a soft spot for this line of comics, um, I'd like to see him form Parker Industries, or the beginnings of it, and as he's sort of hanging up his superhero cowl of, I've done what I can do, um, I've been doing it for years, which is the plot of obviously Spider-Man PS4. He's been doing it for years. This is, this is later on in life. Um, I think this big saving the city of it almost went tits up. He's now lost a very close family member, which is his only connection to his parents. I think he will just now settle down with MJ and focus on his personal life and pass the mantle off to Miles, who is much younger and wants to make a difference. So I'd love to see in the next game um, Peter Parker being the mentor and us actually playing as Miles, which I know is the plot of Into the Spider-Verse, which is a new animated um, series, uh, animated film coming out, Spider-Man Into the, Into the Spider-Verse. Um, Peter Parker in that is the mentor with Miles Morales as the um, understudy. Um, I'd really like to see that in game form, and I think that's where this is going after seeing the post credit scene. I also think it'll be the making of the big bad in the next one is Miles Morales against Norman Osborn's Green Goblin because as we saw also post credits Harry Osborn didn't go to Europe he's in stasis in Oscorp from a degenerative disease that killed his mother and there seems to be some weird green freakiness going on which as you know is the Green Goblin condition. I think Norman will become the Green Goblin. You saw a drone, hoverboard drone, that people can be rescued from crisis centres, areas of theatres of war, um, that was being designed by Oscorp. You also saw the helmet and a concept for the gas grenades that the Green Goblin uses. So it's definitely leaned into Osborne hasn't definitely in this universe hasn't been the Green Goblin yet and I think him going against Parker Industries all the ideas that Norman Osborn has had during the course of the game and previously hasn't worked his son's not getting any better so I think once Peter Parker finds his feet with Parker Industries I think there might be some highbrow corporate espionage of the Green Goblin attacking Parker Industries sites to try and steal his technology to try and fix his son which obviously could create a really interesting dynamic because I'm sure if he just asked 
Peter Parker would help because Harry Osborn's his best friend. So it's actually got me the game and how much I'm invested has actually got me back into comic books. Um, and I'm looking forward to getting the tie-in comic, which I think is Spider-Geddon, which is an ongoing comic at the minute, which features the PS4 Spider-Man. And uh, I'm looking forward to reading some more comic books, which has got me also pumped for the comic both me and Michelle started, which is My Dad Death. And um, I'd really love to be able to start working on that again and actually bring the project to fruition. I think it needs a little bit of work. But um, if you'd like to see some of it, it's um, you can visit it at uh, ghoulishentertainment.com. And if you go to the Comics tab, I've actually edited that page. So I've put up the original cover art and five-page full-coloured full and lettered pages that we did for complete viewing, uh, as well as some backstory on the project and uh, where we're currently at with it, which is uh, limbo, <laughs> for want of a better word. But we're hoping to bring the comic to you um, with your support. Obviously, Patreon is it's one of our reward tiers uh, and goals. So, fingers crossed, at some point in the near future, I can bring one of my creations to you. Just to let you know before we um, get out of here, there'll be more video content coming because I've filmed two pieces of content, one of which can't come out for another at least three weeks um, because it's birthday rel related. So I there's a, there's a certain someone, Victoria, that I don't want to see the video I've filmed because it's it, it'd spoil what she's getting for her birthday. But it's really quite interesting, uh, I think anyway. And it turned out better than I thought it would. So, yeah, that video will be coming in about three-ish weeks. And until then, to bridge the gap, there's a, um, there was a 25-question challenge for YouTubers. Um, so I, I've, I've just done that. I've written 25 semi-interesting questions. And they've just sat in front of the camera and basically riffed on that. So that video will be coming soon. Um, since last recording, um, Telltale game, just because I, I'm obviously really interested in, in story and storytelling, um, Telltale Games has closed, m mostly. Um, it's a bit of a weird one. So Telltale Games let 95% of the staff go, it's about, about 250 employees, um, and gave them about, from reports, about 30 minutes to get out, of the, get out of the building. They've been in financial difficulty for a little while and actually restructured towards the end of last year and let it go about 40 people. Um, but it that's not seemed to have been enough to save them. Um, the real shitter is that they let all their staff go without medical care that lasted more than a few, uh, lasted more than a week. Um, they've not got any severance pay no matter how long they've worked there. Um, quoting financial reasons because they're going bust legally they don't have to cover that kind of thing but interestingly they've kept on about 25 people to finish off commitments that they've got to Netflix which is creating a Minecraft story mode film but they're not finishing The Walking Dead or Clementine's story but they have put out a statement saying they're talking to partners who might be able to finish the story and they'd be willing to work with them which has really pissed off the employees that let go because the reason they were given 30 minutes to get out and no job security or no back pay or anything was because the company was going bust and that was the legal reason why they didn't have to pay them anything saying that they're still going to be possibly 
finishing the Walking Dead trilogy, uh, the Walking Dead series, um, without the employees that they've canned. That's not them closing, in my opinion. Um, so it was a story that really annoyed me. Um, just with how badly they've been treated and how many families would be affected with not having, with basically just having their income shut off within the space of an hour. So, obviously that's a lot of people with probably medical bills to pay, food bills, um, rent. So I wanted to do something. So I I, I was following um, the story on Twitter and started a GoFundMe that um, started to get quite a good following, actually. Um, so I contacted um, Emily Grace Book, who's the narrative designer, or was a narrative designer at Telltale, who was really nice, and um, Scott Butterworth, who's the communications officer at Telltale. He's still there, one of the few that are still there, but is leaving within the la- will have left or was leave it is leaving within the next week. Um, so I managed to speak to both of them. Uh, Emily actually put me in touch with another lady, who um, we started talking of ideas and plans about. And unfortunately, after speaking with them for some length of time, and to um, Scott Butterworth as well, um, I had to close the GoFundMe because uh, legal requirements would have it had been difficult to kind of coordinate. There needed to be some kind of vetting process to make sure the people that were getting the money, one, were who they said they were, and um, yeah, could provide some kind of documentation, but obviously sending that kind of documentation in data protection, that kind of thing. Um, They couldn't just send it to me and I go, yes, I will pass this on and uh, if you're who we think you are, you will get £5. Um, So yeah, there was a lot of legal loopholes that I didn't quite consider. So although it was, in theory, a good idea, I was probably a bit hasty in uh, trying to arrange it all. But thankfully, once I closed the GoFundMe, there wasn't any... It it all happened a bit fast. There wasn't any payments or... um, donations live other than my five pounds so i didn't take any money there was no money used both grace and scott thanked me for uh, obviously being proactive but um were saying that mostly they were um organizing get-togethers with publishers that were hiring at the moment and just getting the word out there they wanted to be more than anything they wanted to be retweeted um aimed at job listings using the hashtag telltale jobs and um just Hopefully, although I'm more than aware it's still going on, show them show them some love. There was there were some horrible comments, um, just over the weekend when it happened, of people blaming the developers who had literally just lost their jobs, um, for not volunteering to finish the Walking Dead series for free, um, not even considering where would they go, how would they support themselves. The studio was pretty much shut down. It was it was just people being stupid, for want of a better word, um, blaming the wrong people rather than Telltale as a conglomerate, as um, or blaming the head decision maker, um, blaming the worker bees that had literally just come out of work. So a little bit of a downer to end on. Um, I don't know why I've done that, <laughs> but um, yeah. If you would like to see more articles and things from us, then you can visit us at ghoulishentertainment.com. I've uh, recently posted about the um, Oculus Quest, which is a really exciting VR peripheral that's coming um, towards the beginning of next year. 
and at an affordable price point as well and it doesn't need a computer to run which is quite exciting you can hear from us at ghoulishent on twitter i'm at ghoulishjimmy on twitter if you want uh, my direct thoughts and at ghoulishjimmy on instagram as well and i'm doing the uh, photo a day challenge for a year and i'm on day 260 something so getting up there <laughs> so if you want to see a little bit of behind the scenes that'd be the way to do it as well as um, going to our patreon at patreon.com forward slash ghoulish entertainment um, we've got a lot of cool perks starting at just one dollar and um, I'd really implore you to check it out because any money raised will help us get closer to releasing our comic and being able to work on the website and on the comic and on our stories full time so we greatly appreciate any support. If you can't donate, just share it with your friends. If you if you can find the time, um, we appreciate that just as much. So thank you for listening. Uh, I have been Jimmy, once again, GoolishEntertainment.com. And I will see you again next time. <laughs>